Hello everyone and welcome to the Copper Files podcast. I am Kemi Adiroji, your host for this beautiful podcast. In this podcast, we'll be talking about everything and anything NYC. So sit back, relax and get comfortable because this is going to be an amazing ride. So hi guys, welcome back to the Copper Files if you're a returning listener. And if this is your first time, you're welcome. My name is Fikemi Adirud and I'm the host of the Copper Files. And today I have a beautiful guest, handsome guest with me. So will you introduce yourself? Hi everyone, my name is Jesu Tofumi and thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be fun because clearly he's a fun person. Yeah, I get that often. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do, Jesu Tofumi? I'm a network security and infrastructure engineer. Currently, I work with a fintech. Basically, I secure the network and I secure the infrastructure. I'm also a full-blown network engineer, Cisco certified and all that. You know, That's what I do. Okay. Money, uh, money, money, money. I guess so. Tech, <laughs> tech bro, you know. Tech bro. Okay. <laughs> now we the rain. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into that. So first of all, where did you serve? Like, where did you do your orientation? Um, I served in Delta State. Uh-huh. and uh, That was like how many years ago? 50. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was just 10 years ago. A whole decade. Yeah, it was 2012. It was an exciting time for me. Yeah. Really? Is that where you did your PPA as well? Yeah, yeah, in the village. It's called Coco Community on Sapley Road. Yeah, it's close to Benin. It's a nice place. You know? Was it by choice? Or? The entire village smells like fish, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. The funny thing is they don't have so many fish there. Like it just smells you, like fish. Yeah, it just smells like fish. You know, I can count how many times I saw like I saw fishes. Wow. For real. Yeah. But once you enter the community, mm-hmm. everywhere smells like fish. Wow. You know the way fish smells. Yeah. Like? Yeah. So where did you school? And what did you study? I went to Caleb University, mm-hmm. Lagos, Immortal Lagos. I studied computer science. Mm. And what I did throughout school or almost throughout school was mathematics. So if you hate mathematics, please don't do computer science. That's Public service announcements. That's my degree. <laughs> okay, so let's get into now your orientation. Okay. Where did you live before you went for service? Okay, so I grew up in three cities, um, Ibadan, Lagos, and Abuja, but I was in Ibadan when I went to serve. So mm-hmm. from school, which was in Lagos, I went to Ibadan, mm-hmm. and then from there, I went to the camp. So when you got your call-up letter, how was your mm-hmm. reaction like? When you saw Delta State? I was indifferent. Really? That's it for, yeah, because I was looking forward to serving. Because mm-hmm. For some odd reason, I really liked the Akaki since I was a child. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm serious. I think this is the first time I'm hearing that. I'm serious. I always wanted to wear it. Like, I wanted to wear it. And the jungle boots. Such a patriotic season. Uh-uh. Oh, no try. No, <laughs> no test me, boss. Really? <laughs> yeah. You actually always wanted to wear it. Yeah. I don't know. I just liked it. for some. Till now, I don't know why I like it. Like, why well, I liked it, rather, because I don't like it anymore. Because that thing almost destroyed my toes, the jungle boots. Like, mine was, it had something inside that kept, like, pricking my toes and everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I served in Delta. Mm-hmm. I went to camp. Before I went to camp, I, you know, you know the normal thing? You go to the market. Yeah. You buy white shirts. You buy shorts. Mm-hmm. You buy, like, I had this big You must sound so excited. Yeah, I was excited, you know. Carried bought buckets, you know, towels, bought, like, cereals and everything. Different things, you know, conflicts. 
Coco Bobs, you know, because I, I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure what the food would look like there. And yeah. I wasn't sure if, you know, my stomach gets upset easily. So I wasn't mm -hmm. sure if I'll be able to eat the food. It's like, like, oh, like every guest we have has a sensitive stomach. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> so I wasn't quite sure. So I, I bought like lots of cereal, you know. I packed everything, went to camp, you know. And when they were like, oh, put your bag on your head, you know, at the gates. When you get to the gates, kind of like harass you a bit, you know, make you feel the energy yeah yeah they're like put your back on your head and put it on my head like, uh, you know they say march fast march fast so, you, you know, put your back on your head. so i had my bag on my bucket like in my hand you know because i carried my buckets and i was just there running running I was, so I was feeling it. I was very excited about everything, you know. That night we had to go get our khaki shirts and everything. Did you get your size? No 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 trouser was big. You know how skinny I am so <laughs> the trouser was like Huge. very big yeah and then i took it to mommy like i think a day after for mm -hmm. them to fix and then when they fixed it, it was too tight again <laughs> so <laughs> it just looked funny i don't know but i managed it yeah. it was yeah so like when you got your color plus and everything you found out you're going to delta states yeah how was the journey like for me battle to delta states you went by road right yeah yeah it was actually smooth it was very do you smooth. remember like how long it took no nah, i can't remember i'm like give or take maybe like four hours yeah maybe oh, like wow. three four hours yeah i remember it was like three hours to benin mm -hmm. and then from benin to isiluku that's where the camp Mm -hmm. um, is I think it's still there so that's where the camp is I don't know how long it took but I remember from like it was like three hours to Benin yeah oh wow that's mm. interesting so when you got to camp and you saw everything apart from like carrying your bag and marching yeah. and so excited did you have any friends with you there or like no, you didn't, no. You didn't know anybody. Yeah, no I was, friends from I was school. unlucky that yeah, didn't see anyone from my school. Like really? Yeah, we're not many in my school now. When oh, okay. I I think my entire set back then in school, like we're not to one thousand. Yeah. So everybody knew everybody. Do you get oh, wow. like everybody was popular? Was it just for your department or like generally in school? Yeah, all of us now. It was Caleb University was like one year old when I joined. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Caleb started two thousand and seven, I joined two thousand and eight. Oh wow. You get they even so, had quite a number of students for a year, yeah, yeah. So, like, when I there was nobody in Delta, it was just me, so I had to make new friends, mm -hmm. you know. And how was the process like? Actually, didn't have to like go to people, you know. Try I think to, your personality attracts, yeah, uh. people kind of like you know, <laughs> boss, you know, these things. So, I think your personality <laughs> attracts people. So people kind of like came around. That was how I made friends. I didn't have to like go out on my way to make friends, you know. Mm -hmm. And I tried to like look nice on camp, you know. I got this. What was the effort? I got this FM, Nike Air Force, you know. So I didn't wear all that tennis. Were they white? They were white. Now, I washed my shoes every day. Like after, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. I would, you know, I would take my boots, you know, my Nike shoes and just clean them with handkerchief and mm -hmm. detergent, you know, just make sure they are sparkling, you know, finesse them, you know now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So I really wore the tennis. You know. So when you got into accommodation now, meeting people ah, and the friends. The accommodation is another topic entirely. That's what we're it getting It was to. horrible. Really? Bro. Cease, How rather. bad? <laughs> it was horrible. So um, out of ten, what were you rated? Let's say three okay, or three point five. So mm -hmm. we had like it was. I can't say it's a hostel, particularly it was like a hall. Mm -hmm. With bunks. Yeah, and then like many bunks. You know, we rusts all over them. You know, it was like yeah. rust all over the. You know, and then the beds they were not the best. 
and then the windows, the nets were broken. So my side of the bunk, because I went to camp a bit late, you know, everybody, people had to take like, the best bunks, yeah. you know. So I had to stay at a bunk that, like, that was very close to a window. And mm-hmm. next to the window was bush. Ah. Yeah. And the window was broken. Do you get the if nets were just... <laughs> yeah. So if every time I wake up, if I wake up like this and I turn left, like I was literally seeing... Bush. bushes around yeah everything and weren't you scared <laughs> people used to do people used to do number two in that bush so the smell don't let us go there wow let's talk about nice things <laughs> <laughs> so it was like that and i had to thank god i go mosquito nets you know so oh, i just good. yeah i just used i just put my mosquito nets you know put my sheets on the foam and i think i stopped thinking about it you know, i wasn't trying to take your mind yeah off i just it. took my mind off i wasn't thinking about you know a snake creeping up on me or a rat coming out from the bush to jump on me on the bed or something. Wait, when you said the net was broken, like there was no net? There was net. It was just broken. Like, there was large space there. Yeah. As, if, as if a creature went through it. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, wow. but I think I was... One of the things that helped me was I was hyped. Like, I was... You were... You actually... Yeah, I want yeah, to yeah. actually do this NYC. But why were you so hyped, though? I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, you're yeah, just so patriotic since day one. I am patriotic. Yeah. Though, but I was also, like, enthusiastic about serving my country, you know. Hmm. I wanted to give something back, you know. And really? um, later, mm-hmm. I was opportunity to give something back. We'll talk about it. Okay. Know? Yeah, because my PPA... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now let's get to... You making friends now. Okay. You said it was pretty easy for you and everything. How were you able to like keep up with the friendships with all the activities you had to do? Yes. Like what were the so, things you guys did together? I didn't do anything on camp. Like I didn't join all that Red Cross Man business. Word. Man, no, I was too fresh for that. So. Did you do Mr. Matthew? I don't. Come on. <laughs> sorry. Look at my skinny hands now. Come on. Sorry, sorry. sorry. All right. <laughs> so, so I didn't do all that. I really didn't do anything. You know, even I didn't even like marching. You get so mm-hmm. I was just most You're times, a soft guy on camp. You know now. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just there, you know, just chilled. Mm-hmm. You know. The only thing I could have done was to play football and I didn't come with my soccer boots. Oh, so okay. that was like so I was lady. I was lady go and you know, just there and I had friends from mm-hmm. other schools, mostly federal universities. Okay. You know, and I got to learn a lot from them. You know, they were very one of the things I learned on camp was I learned to queue. It may sound funny, but Patience all through my life, I had never had to queue for anything until camp. You wow. Know? Yeah. You know, private schools, yeah. when you want to, whatever you want to do, you just go there and, and you, you do get it. it. But you could tell that people from federal and state universities were used to it. Like nobody told them what to do. So when they want to go and get food or get whatever it is, they just go there and line up mm-hmm. on a straight line. You know, they just do it. Without arguments. Nothing. Just civil. Yeah. So I learned to queue. I learned to be patient. You know, I stayed under the sun for God knows how long. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, private schools will spoil you. you yeah. Know? yeah. Actually, so, that's true. So I had to stay under the sun for God knows how long. But I had like interesting friends around, you know, cool people. Mm-hmm. They wanted to know about me, you know, I wanted to know about them. And I think you were just open. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about camp. In my camp, like nobody was forming. Everybody was everybody was chilled. And I loved that about camp. You know, like people wanted to make friends. Mm-hmm. People wanted to like open up. They wanted to have fun. That's one of the things I enjoyed about camp. 
Nobody was like, you know, the, so you all had like similar mindsets. Yeah, everybody was chill. I don't think that happens now. Everybody's trying to form themselves boys or girls. <laughs> Some I'm people do. Yeah, like you see people come to you like girl, boy, like people approach you. Though I think a camp was the first place that a girl would ask for my number. We just had a very brief chat mm-hmm. and everything, you know. And she was in my platoon. Yeah. She was like sought after, like mm-hmm. boys were like all over her. So I didn't she was very attractive apparently and I didn't want to look See, now, apparently. <laughs> yes, you didn't I, want to look like you were one of the guys. Yeah, I didn't want her. to look thirsty. Yeah. We get so I wanted to ask for a number, but I'm like I don't want to be thirsty. And then she says, Can I have your number? I'm like, ah <laughs> I f- <laughs> I feel good, you know. I feel like I won, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and that's like that's how chilled things. people were. That's what I'm trying. That's where I'm going to. Yeah, like, people were like very cool, and people there's a lot of kisses around. You know. I don't know why, but people were always kissing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, like, did you get, like, did you meet anybody romantically at camp, or did anything? No, the bond didn't get to. It was more of like a friendship. Yeah, we're level. cool. Like I met someone that I liked. Mm-hmm. You get to like very cool, but it didn't get to that point where we had to like get romantic, you know. If she sees this now, would she think the same thing? If I if she sees this now, like if she sees this clip. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. You get I wasn't sure about that. I didn't want to like lay down and then yeah. after three weeks I'm like, you know, just let her so go. So you're part of the two percent of the two percent. <laughs> I'm part of a few people that didn't really like yeah, yeah get into all that. Yeah, but I wanted something like sensible, something mm-hmm. serious, you know. If we're like if we are doing it, let's do it right. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Like don't let us just, you know, have yeah, fun right. for three weeks and then everybody will go about their life after, you know. That wasn't it. So like the friends you made in camp, right? Do you still talk to any of them now? No. Really? No. Only the people I met at my PPE. Okay. That's yeah. Pub. Yeah. NYC. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So. Okay, so you didn't participate in all the activities. So what were no. you doing most of the time? I was faffing. And when I wasn't when what's, I wasn't faffing. What's faffing? I was just nothing. Just just faffing around. I was walking around. Like, Waltzing. <laughs> <laughs> and you just walking up and down. Yeah, and then I used to watch people marching. Like, okay. Yeah. The sink. You know, you know how people sink when they march. Do you know there's yeah, so much yeah, actually people that don't know how to march? Yeah, some like, people don't have coordination, they don't know how to <laughs> Like I, while I was like recording with a guest, we we're talking about how people actually didn't know how, like the normal match pass in school, people yeah, don't know how to do yeah, it. Yeah. I was shocked. I have a friend who struggles with what do I call it? Intervals and momentum. So if you tell him to do this, like he can't. Do, do you that. see the consistency? Yeah. He can't do it. So he would either he would either do it before or, or after. after. Yeah, he struggles with. So how do you want that kind of person to march? <laughs> like it's just shocking because. <laughs> It doesn't seem like something someone would struggle with, but it's but real. He has like a lot of strength in other places. Yeah, yeah. so he makes up for that. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into PPA. Because mm. I want to talk about PPA a lot. Yeah. But before we get into PPA, what mm. would you say was like your favorite moment in camp and like your worst moment in camp? My favorite moment. I think my favorite moment was my friends. Mm. Time f- spent together. Yeah, the time we spent together. Because we're there just talking about different things. Talking about the girls in our platoon, which one looks good, which one does not, you know, which one looks funny, which one looks tacky. <laughs> Don't, please. I'm serious. So apart from that, I'm not sure there was any other favorite moments. The most horrible moments was all that lecture, because all that Side o- orientation. Yeah. 
so there was this I joined this computer stuff. I don't know. He had a name that was related to computer. Like mm-hmm. a group, you know, you could yeah. join like different groups. Yeah. You know, some people joined engineering where they mm-hmm. learned how to like repair generators and all that. So I joined this computer, whatever, you know, and I had expected at this point when I graduated school, I was already programming, you know, I was right. Okay. I was doing Java, I was coding Java and all that. So I'd expected that these people are going to like help us, teach us a lot, mm-hmm. you know, take us to the next level. So I went there and we like many, you know, there was like a lot a, of you lot guys. Of, yeah, because a lot of people were interested and but we all left disappointed, every single one of us. Wow, you didn't learn anything. Because this guy came to that lecture or whatever I want to call it, and the guy just brought out different things. It was like, a computer is made up of a monitor, a keyboard, <laughs> a mouse. <laughs> I'm not joking. Wow. So he was saying that to graduates. I'm not kidding. And then he, he just, yeah, I don't know where he saw this keyboard, normal desktop keyboard. Yeah. You know, just lifted it up. This is a keyboard. <laughs> and then brought out a mouse. This is a mouse. You know, a lot of us were just like, this is not what you expected. Is this why we are here? So that's what that guy kept doing. Like he kept talking about the elementary things that mm-hmm. we already know since like primary school. Yeah. Till that thing was done. So. And we had to sit there because the army officers, they were going to bother you if you leave yeah. or if they see you, like if they see you just Fluffing. walking around. I'd be faffing. <laughs> faffing. <laughs> <laughs> like they were going to like make noise and, you know, pretend like they're going to flog you. Yeah. But they never did though. Did you get in trouble with any? No, no, no. I don't make trouble. So no I don't down. like embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but if they had like better instructors, do you think side is actually very important? The side lecture. Yeah, that's what it was called. <laughs> I know my stuff now. <laughs> Do you think like if they had like better instructions, like now yeah. imagine, okay, if you're trying to learn about makeup and you bring like mm. Anita Browse, if you're trying to learn about yeah. production or something, yeah. you bring the bag. I feel like, some yeah, that, and stuff. all that orientation or whatever mm-hmm. it's called is a way to pick people's interest. Yeah. Do you get the way to get people interested in stuff? Mm-hmm. So if they had better facilitators, mm-hmm. then maybe you would have done a lot for people like me. Like had more and impact. other people. So for like if you like introduce people to programming, mm-hmm. you know, and you teach them how to print Hello World, just mm-hmm. a random example, you know. It will like people will be enthusiastic to know more. Yeah. You get like I want to know more. And then when they get to their PPA, they can now, you know, start to develop themselves, you know, mm-hmm. their materials, you know, and then get themselves prepared for the real world. Yeah. You get, but it's a place where I think the program is targeted at core members or is prepared for core members so they can, like, learn the elementary part of what they are going to do in real life. Mm-hmm. You get, I just I, like a good yeah, foundation. Thank you. So I think that's the idea behind it, but it's not doing that at all. Mm hmm. It's it not. needs reformation. It does. We're going to get into that. So let's go into PPA talk. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> so you said that for your PPA rights, you were able mm-hmm. to do something to give back to the community and everything. But how, okay, so because, why did you redeploy, by the way? I'm a religious person. Mm-hmm. I must say that. So I believed that anywhere I was or anywhere I'm posted to is where God wants me to be. Mm-hmm. You get, I'm one of those people. So if I had been deployed to Gombe, except there was like obvious danger, I would have stayed there, you know. That's the way I think, you mm-hmm. know. Except it was like very obvious danger, I would have stayed yeah. there, I would have saved. The first, when I entered Koku community first, it was a very sad day for me. You know, I had thought I would be deployed. So my letter had worry north, mm-hmm. you know, 
worrying off local government. Yeah. So I had thought it was the real worry area. You get. Yeah. Until I entered the community and was smelling fish. And I'm like, nah. And then there was like mud houses, you know. Mud houses. Yeah. Funny looking roof. Roof that were not like zinc. You know, they were not like wow. aluminium roof and everything. No, they were like, they were not touched, but like almost touched roof, you know. And then they were like sharks. They were not like proper houses. So I was like at the entrance of the community. So I knew it wasn't like... It wasn't the it area. Wasn't what, no, it wasn't the area. <laughs> <laughs> it was, this was the village. So I was sad, mm-hmm. I must confess, you know, I was for like five hours, six hours, I was very unhappy about it. I'm like, nah, God. Where were you going to work? Was it a school? Or yeah, so um, there was this guy that did the project. It was one of the core members did the project. It's something they call it in NYC, where you do a project, you get recognized, you get funding and all that. And the project was like a computer school. Okay. So he had a computer school. Mm-hmm. He created, he, there was like lots of computers and mm-hmm. then he wanted to introduce the community to computers, introduce the kids, secondary school students, primary school. So he wanted pupils, wanted to like teach people how to use computer. That was yeah. his name. And it was a set before me. Okay. So I was deployed to that school to teach computer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how did that go? It went well. Like Especially for like accommodation. Because you said you got there, there were mud houses. So where did you even stay? Okay, so I first stayed at the Copper's Lodge. Oh, there's a Copper's Lodge? Yeah, yeah, there's a Copper's Lodge. Nice Copper's Lodge. Is it from like the states that built it? or? I think so. Okay. I think so. It was called Copper's Lodge. Oh, okay. Very big. Is it free? Yeah, yeah. Very oh. big compound. Lots of rooms. Lots and lots of rooms. But Very conducive as well, like. Yeah, it's Maybe supposed to be conducive. conducive. Like... It's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. it was overpopulated. Okay. Tickets were like six in a room or so. Mm. And the rooms were like very small, smaller than this place. You know? Wow. Yeah, we were like six. So, and they were like just two forms. And then we had like people I will call senior coppers or senior core members. The egg bones. The egg bones <laughs> that you, you apparently can share bed with. You get, mm-hmm. And those beds are like picnic beds. They don't like the four by six beds or six by four beds. Yeah. They're like the picnic beds. So they were like very slim. Mm-hmm. And because like a million people have slept on it, you know, the, foam, the foam wasn't foaming again. <laughs> so I was put in a room where there was an egg bone. <laughs> <laughs> So the Egbon wasn't going to share his bed. Apparently, it was the only one in his bed. And then the rest of us, the remaining five, mm-hmm. had to share one picnic bed. So what we did was to put our upper body on the bed and then the lower body on the floor. <laughs> like coming from a private school and like... <laughs> to that, yeah. How, um, you're really patriot. Um, I must serve my country. Um, I saved my I country. I think there was like one of you. <laughs> in Nigeria. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't... That's an experience, The really. sleeping experience wasn't... It wasn't so good. But the people I was in room with were from NCCF. I don't know if you know NCCF. I think it's Nigerian, Nigerian Christian Coppers Fellowship. Fellowship. Yeah, okay. they were from NCCF. And those people, they had mad love. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it, but they would, like, do anything for you. Do you get like do when you come in afresh to cook for you? Do it so NCCF. I NCCF are supposed to have like a house for themselves and everything, yeah. but they didn't in Coco community. 
as at that time. I think they mm-hmm. do now. But so I was in a room with NCCF members. All the people in, in the room, like the two or three people I met there were NCCF members. So I had to, they had love. Like mm-hmm. they showed us so much love. They are there trying to get you water to have your bath. I think we, I can't remember if we had a running tap, but oh, wow. you know, they got us buckets, you know, have you had your bath? Come and put your Were they coppers as well? Yeah. They were like, you know, there was like, that time there was batch A, B and C. Oh, so, so they had been there I was, before. I was like batch C, they were like batch mm-hmm. A. Yeah. Did you get so they they had been there like maybe four six months before mm-hmm. my own set arrived. So they were very nice people, extremely nice. Oh wow! I'm si- like I experienced love from those people. People that don't know you, you know, they just want you to be comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. And they were there telling some of us that were very sad. Ah, don't be sad now. <laughs> <laughs> this community is a nice place. <laughs> You know, one of the good things they did, do you know what they did? So NCCF, Coco Community, arranged a bus Mm -hmm. to come to Sieluku to pick people up. To get people that were going to Coco Community. So they they arranged the bus, those IAS buses, 18-seater bus. And when, so they were there all over camp shouting, Isieluku, there is bus for you. Isieluku, sorry, Coco Community, there is bus for you. Like from camp? From camp, yeah. To where you're posted? Yeah, yeah, I'm serious, to the community. They did so well. We have to give that to them. You know, they were just, and they did it for free. So it's like, there is bus for you. So they were there shouting around camp. You know, where we're getting the letters, they were also shouting, there is bus for you. So all of us that were going there, we we got on the bus, you know, Mm -hmm. and when we entered the community, of course, I was sad and a host of other people, you know, Mm -hmm. we're all sad about it, you know, because we're smelling fish. And then... (laughs) What's your issue with fish? (laughs) Fish smell is not entirely pleasant. (laughs) (laughs) So when we got in, when we approached the Copper's Lodge, Mm -hmm. you know, there was this guy I was looking at. The Copper's Lodge has a big gate. Yeah. So there was this guy I was looking at, you know, we could see the guy from inside the bus. He just... He opens the gates, you know, opens the gates wide. And then we saw lots of core members. All the people like that that been there. The mm-hmm. Batch A and B, I was Batch C. You know, all of them just started screaming. I'm serious. Say, clapping, pop, 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 welcome. That was a decade ago because now, I'm serious. I don't think that's They were happen. shouting. Wow. Welcome. This, they started hugging us. I'm serious. Were you shocked? I was, though. <laughs> I, I don't know like... why they were excited. <laughs> like what's the intention and when we arrived there was no light mm-hmm. so I wasn't even sure if there was like electricity in the community yeah. so that was one of the things that bothered me so I was just there looking at them okay uh, especially because you were already smelling fish and you were not happy like why are you excited and then they hugged us those ones that were sad they were telling them bring your box bring your bag they were helping us carry everything welcome to Coco you have an exciting time you, you have an interesting time we're happy to have you I'm serious. So wow. Fellow core members. And then they received us with so much joy. And then they took us to like, there was like a common room. They, mm-hmm. lodge. they took us there. There were chairs arranged already. Plenty white chairs. So they told all of us to sit down. We sat down. Next thing, Jolof started coming in. <laughs> Wait, so they fed you guys all through? They fed us. No, no, that day. Okay, just yeah, that day. They just brought in the Jolof, brought in the Coca-Cola. Give you Jolof. Take Coke. Take Jolof. Take Coke. <laughs> I'm serious. So Did was, your mood change? You forgot the fish at that point? No, I didn't though. <laughs> but like, they kind of like lightened up a bit. You know, I wasn't, I was sad though, but mm-hmm. it kind of like, you know, when you see people, young people like yeah. you, and they are telling you it's going to be all right, you know, it kind of like helps. It relieves you a bit. Yeah, but 
at the back of my mind, I'm still feeling like, do they have light in this community? Like or the wrong gen? Yeah. Get, I was just there thinking. Like do they have basic light? So they were there, you know. Well. And this there was this guy, very old guy. I'm sure he was over 30. I don't know why he was seven. He just comes around and he says, Good afternoon, everybody. We're happy to receive you. This is Coco Community. We have love in this lodge. And you're going to have a good time, I promise you. We are going to share you into rooms now. If you need anything, if you want anything, just come to us. And this guy gives like a very nice speech. And while he was giving his speech, one of the core members was crying. This girl was just crying. <laughs> <laughs> was it tears of joy or? Which joy? Tears of fish. <laughs> tears of fish smell. She was crying. She was just crying. And like crying I want to go home. She was like, I cannot stay here. I cannot stay here. I cannot stay here. You know, at that point, I for me, I thought she was overreacting. Are we not all here? Yeah, maybe because I'm like, I went to a private school. Mm-hmm. Do you get? I've never had to live this type of life. Yeah. Do you get? Because I'm like, okay, except you schooled abroad. Even if you schooled abroad, mm-hmm. why could he cry? You're not rich now. <laughs> it's not that deep. So almost she was crying. You know, she was going to try to console her. You know, the ladies came around her. It was sorry now. You know, they tried to hug her. Almost she wasn't consoled. That night was the last time I saw her. Wow. I don't know where she went to. I don't know where she slept. She that just was, couldn't. She just disappeared. Wow. Yeah. So after like settling in now, okay, you've met your community and the fish mm. community and everything. How was working like? It was very interesting. Hmm. So because I studied computer science, yeah. I had been exposed to computers since I was like nine. At this point, I was like 20 or so. Wow. 20, 21, give or take. Mm-hmm. So I'd been exposed to computer for like years and yes. everything so i started developing my own curriculum you know oh to teach because we were the first set of people to be deployed to the computer school i talked about the other time mm-hmm. so we're not given anything no syllables no, no topics nothing i studied computer science also so it was easy for me to like come up with topics so mm-hmm. i started with like the simplest of things you know introduction to computer devices what is a computer mm-hmm. and all that. So we started with that, you know, developed the curriculum. So we had like a head teacher. Yeah. One of us was like the head teacher in the school. Mm-hmm. The school is not like a big, big school. It's just like... It's just a big office space, a mm-hmm. large office space with lots of computers, you know. So we had like... So we submitted our curriculum to the head teacher and he went through it, you know, added, removed, you know, and fleshed it up into proper teaching, you know. Like so that means you were actually genuinely interested in I helping. was. I told you I wanted to give. Yeah, I wanted to give back to, give to Nigeria, back. even though Nigeria had not given me anything. So <laughs> I, I saw that shit coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to give and I was able to give, you know. How was teaching like? Teaching. I've always loved teaching. I, mm-hmm. I love teaching. So it was easy for me to teach. So the children were very interested. Okay. Know, and anyone who's interested will learn. Mm-hmm. Do you get That's it? That's true. Yeah, so the first time we opened, the school was full. Like, oh, wow. it was overpopulated. So many people. And it was free? Kids. It was free. Wow. It was free. It was like a CSR. Do you get it? Oh, yeah. okay. So it was free. There were, like, lots of people, teenagers, you know, kids from, like, age eight upwards. CSR is, like, community service. What's mm. the R? Help me now. <laughs> me that said CSR, you think I know the full meaning. <laughs> No, but CSR I is like what you do yeah. to like help the community and stuff. Yeah, so it was a CSR. And so we were like, we tried to control the crowd. But what we did the first day, we didn't turn on any of the computers because there was like 
too many people. Yeah. You know, they were going to so we grouped them, we took down their names and grouped them into days. Oh, so there was okay. like a set that will come on Monday, it's mm-hmm. under set on Tuesday, under set on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. That's what we did. And that's how we were able to manage them. So we taught them computer, you know, before mm-hmm. in about three months. They were already like versatile with Microsoft Word, Excel. Oh. They were already designing with Corel Draw mm-hmm. and all that, you know, because they were interested, you know, and they were like so they were able to excited learn to learn. Yeah, they were able to learn fast. And when you can see your result, you know, you can see your efforts, you mm-hmm. know, bringing back results, you know, you like kind of like spurs you to do more. Wow. So, so you became teacher too for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after that experience, you did that for an entire Is that all you did? So that was what I did throughout my service year. And for some reason, I can't remember what happened. Towards the end of my service year, the, the school was closed down. I think Nigeria happened to the school because no one wanted to... The landlord was saying that they had not renewed the rent for the, mm. you know, for the space. And I can't remember. It basically didn't have like sponsorship or something. Yeah. So there was, there was no continuity plan, mm-hmm. you know. Even we we had forty computers too, and because we we're not we're not earning that. so much, we didn't want to use our own money too because we we're just getting by, you know. We're, yeah, we're earning 19-8. like nineteen eight. Yeah, so it wasn't no before nineteen. Wait, the nineteen? Okay, computer. you were a programmer though. I wasn't writing codes at that. So time. it was just nineteen eight. You were living with just nineteen eight. So how did you eat? Was it enough for from you the nineteen eight now? And I wasn't collecting money from home, you know. I don't know why, but it never occurred to me to call home and ask for money. I just okay, felt was like independent. Yeah, I just feel like oh, I'm a man too now. Let me, this is time for me to show. Let me. Sakpa <laughs> <you know>. just. Sakpa <laughs> dealt with me. Sakpa dealt with me. Me and my best friend. Is yeah, he was there too. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You guys are still best friends now. Yeah. Wow. From school, actually, from year one. Wow. Yeah, all through we went. We were deployed to the same community too. Oh. But what happened was I was posted to. Bruno or someplace in the north. Oh. And then when he asked for asked for a redeployment, he was redeployed to Delta. So I asked him to come to my community mm-hmm. street. He was supposed to go to Asaba to the HQ to yeah. like get his own placement. So I told him to come to my community. He came, I spoke to my FI or LI. I can't remember what to mm-hmm. call them. And then the woman worked it out so that it would be posted Your to community. my community. And then yeah, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so like during that year right how mm. were you able to apart from like teaching right because mm-hmm. they say that the one year for nyc is also a time for you to like learn more about yourself know what mm. you want to do with your life and yeah. everything how were you able to use that time to basically guide you mm. so nyc the things i did i thought mm-hmm. apart from teaching i played a lot of pre-evolution soccer you know i was playing video games a whole lot of it i went to church a lot mm-hmm. you know went to church gone <laughs> <laughs> and then I played football, a lot of football, and that was it. I don't know. I wasn't exactly worried about what will happen after. After NYC. Yeah, I wasn't. I just felt like I was doing Photoshop. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'll do with that, but on the beginner's level, intermediate level, I don't know which one, but I was doing Photoshop. I could code Java, mm-hmm. you get. And I know that if any company was willing to give me the opportunity as a graduate trainee, mm-hmm. I would do fine. Mm-hmm. you get yeah and then i was doing website design too so, so I you f- had like skills yeah i had skills that I picked up so these skills were picked up during summer okay you know so the year one to year four i wasn't entirely playing with my summer i'd signed internships up. And yeah i signed that. up yeah so i was like learning 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 so when i was like when i was done with school and everything i was like anywhere 
mm-hmm. anywhere that was willing to take it me. felt like wherever he puts me, me yeah i'll be good yeah so, so after you left right because i'm sure it was probably emotional for you like leaving all the students you had taught, it was uh, your community your yeah, fish community we had, we had a send forth party really yeah tell so, me about that yeah so there was this send forth party that mm-hmm. that he did for us or program whatever it is and you know the community people we had impacted came around. You know, a lot of them came and then they were crying. You know, it was very dramatic. And then, you know, my fellow core members still were crying. I can't remember if I cried, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so people were crying and then they were walking. You know, they used to call me on Kujeti. Okay. Kujeti. No oh go, God. don't go. <laughs> and, you know, they speak a lot of pigeon. I don't believe that this year. Don't finish. You don't worry. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> so they were all getting us crying and crying. And a whole lot of us too were crying because it was very emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, the eyes were like very red. So you could tell that it wasn't crocodile tears. Yeah. You get so they were crying. Like they felt the impact you guys had Yeah, thought. they did. They did. And they appreciated it so much. Until today, 10 years after, they still call me. Really? Yeah. They're like not less than three people from that community that still call me. They still call me. They just, they are not asking for money. They just want to see they just how want you're to, Yeah, there's, there's this little girl. Her name was Sholaye. Mm-hmm. There's this woman, so we used to call her Mama Ruth. Mm-hmm. And there's this other person. I can't remember the person's last, This the last person. There were like three people. They still call me. They call me steady. No, Uncle Jeti, how are you? I hope you're fine. Uncle Jeti, when you go marry now? <laughs> Where you go marry? <laughs> Have you don't marry? No one tell us. Uncle Jiti, no one tell us. Shalaya, your picky don't write to a echo. Uh, yeah, then uh, this is, I wish I could remember this girl's name. She's a nurse now, you know. Wow. Yeah, I left her in secondary school and now she's a nurse, you know. She calls too and she, I can't remember her name. She was the one that cried the most. <laughs> she cried and cried for, for like three straight days. Because uh-huh. after they sent forth, is it that she had a I was still there. I don't know. <laughs> She's a, she was a little girl now. I don't know. So she cried like she'd wake up the next morning <laughs> and start crying. And then she told her parents that she wanted to follow Uncle JT back to Lagos. Wow. I'm serious. She told her parents that I want to follow Uncle JT back to Lagos. So I want to follow Uncle JT back to Lagos. <sighs> that was when me, I got scared. So I started avoiding her. Like, wow. Yeah, because I'm like, this is this it's is not that serious. So. It's not that deep. We know we did something, but rest, <laughs> <laughs> just rest. She was small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But the thing now is, I feel like with our generation now, mm-hmm. everybody wants to redeploy. Nobody really wants to stay. Everybody in wants to stay in Lagos. Yeah, and I kind of don't really blame them. Because mm-hmm. I want to blame it on insecurity and the fact okay. that there is no proper reform, like reformation done. There is no consideration, like accommodation, yeah, yeah. probably the roads, opportunities for them. Yeah. Because now, like, where are they going to serve all of them? Because our generation has changed, like the world has changed right now. Yeah. So NYC truly has a lot to change. Yeah. Like they have a lot to change. Mm-hmm. You know? They need to work on accommodation for core members because... The 3K will not get you a full accommodation. Yeah, yeah. The sleeping condition wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. You get, so they need to work on that. I would like us to get into, like, for now, right? With mm-hmm. your experience working, let's say yeah. you've been working for, like, a decade, mm-hmm. right? What would you say a recent corp member has to take note of? Probably someone that's about to finish or someone that's about to start NYC. What would you say they need to, like, point to consideration as they're starting mm. NYSC currently? 
be open-minded, mm-hmm. be open-minded to get whatever is committed to you, to you, to your hands, you know, do it well. Be diligent. Be diligent. So let me talk about this. After I taught at the computer school, I think it was called community school or something, computer school. After I taught there, yeah, I sat at home for like three months, no job, nothing. I kept sending out CVs, didn't get feedback from anybody. And I was uploading CVs online, nothing. Nothing mm-hmm. came back. So what I did was I went to somebody in church. There was this man in church and he owns a company where they give all sorts of computer services. Oh, so okay. I went to him and I'm like, okay, Mr. Weiss, can I just work in your company? Can I work with you? You know, you don't have to pay me. Just experience. Yeah, I, I just want to leave home. So after we spent like one month working, he got a gig in an institute. I don't want to mention the name. Yeah. And then instead of him to teach there, he was supposed to teach hardware. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, repair, PC repair yeah. and all that. You know, that was what we were supposed to teach. He didn't take the gig, so he gave it to me. Oh. Do you get? So I went there and I started teaching. Do you get? Because mm-hmm. I had an experience teaching already. Yeah. During NYSE. So it was, just, and which was just like three, four months ago. Mm-hmm. So me teaching after wasn't a problem. Yeah. And I wasn't teaching children. I was teaching like. Grown you know, people. Yeah. You get. And so it was, the transition was easy for me. Mm-hmm. Though the money was nothing. Mm. The money was like... Not encouraging. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it was nothing. But like, I woke up every morning with a sense of duty mm-hmm. and responsibility. And I feel proud of myself that I'm going out to do something, to make money. Do you, you feel know? that played a role in your life now? It did. Yeah, it did. Because there's like... Let me continue. So, there. Yeah. Okay, after I spent like two months there, I started applying to different places, mm-hmm. you know, and then I got a call from a company to come and be a field sales rep, okay. basically an ISP, you know, to all these people that say, buy my MiFi. Uh, yeah. I come and buy MiFi, field sales rep and all that, you know, people that visit offices, companies, you know, to convince you to buy their own internet connection, yeah. or their own internet service. So I knew I couldn't do it. That's not where my strength is, you know, mm-hmm. but I decided to, to still take it. Yeah. You know, to go for the interview, rather, you know, that morning when I was going, I told God, I prayed about it. I'm like, God, you know, I can't do this field sales rep, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, but just do something. I'm going to go for the interview, nevertheless. So I went to the interview, you know, as I approached, because I looked very young at that time. I was just 21. You know, mm-hmm. I looked very young. You know, the, the GM of the company was like, ah, the company still exists, by the way, and they are doing so well. Oh, wow. So the man looks at me and he was like, are you a graduate? I'm like, yes, sir. I was like, ah. Have you done YSE? I said, yes, sir. You know, they're like, bring your CV. Like, they really wanted to see. So they opened my CV and they were like, you are here for field sales rep? I said, yes, sir. So you studied computer science? And they looked at my experience. They saw that I had, like, thoughts in the school. Yeah. No, they just flinged it to the side. Like, the HR manager brings, tears a sheet of paper, writes his number on it, writes his name, gives it to me. And it was like, call me by 6 p.m. today. We have another role for you. Wow. Yeah. That was like a miracle. Like I witnessed a miracle that day. So he says to me, they just flinged it to the side and say, just call me by 6 p.m. I called him 6 p.m. that day. And then they scheduled another interview for technical support for me. And that was how I started Your my career journey. today, my tech journey today. So I left programming for network engineering because of that one experience. And by God's grace, you know, I'm doing well today. My soft boy. <laughs> You know now. <laughs> but that's honestly so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I hope this encourages someone that is basically having it hard right now because now it's pretty tough because they want couples to work and do like a lot of work but don't yeah. you know, it, get it was enough. tough. 
it was tough. And that's one of the issues with, I'm sorry to say, I'm not trying to take jobs, but yeah. that's one of the issues with Gen Zs, you know. Mm-hmm. They are not willing to suffer, to put in the work, you know, they want everything soft. I understand that this is the computer age where you can have everything like like this, but when it comes to career, if anything will last, you have to build it. Mm-hmm. You have to be patient. You have to take the pain. You have to burn the midnight candle. So me transiting into network engineering wasn't easy. Do you get? I was a programmer. I didn't even know anything about networks, like nothing. And so we were trained for like three weeks. But the training was about the company's products and services, not about network engineering. So they expected us to have basic knowledge. So you had to do all that I didn't yourself. have anything. So I, to, I was reading every day. Every day, any new word I see, I'll Google it and read. Day and night, I started taking weekend classes, Cisco classes and all that. I worked hard. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not trying to like sound, you know, but I worked yeah. hard. Nothing good comes easy. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing good comes easy. You have to put in the work. And this is me advising Gen Zs. You yeah. know, nothing good comes easy. Work hard, put in the work. And in a few years down the line, you see the results and you'll be happy you did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Pastor, for me. <laughs> well, honestly, this was like really encouraging, not just to like the listeners, I think to me as well. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. You guys should please follow our Instagram page at The Couple Files, also on Twitter at The Couple Files, and make sure you watch our videos, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, and we'll see you in another episode. Bye. And it's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear your NYC stories, so feel free to send us a voice message. You can also keep up with us on our social media handles at The Copper Files to get up-to-date information on the podcast, which is available on Twitter and also on Instagram. Have an amazing week and see you next time. Bye.